welcome to the 46th episode of Everything Under the Sun, a weekly podcast answering all the most pressing questions children around the world have about life on Earth. My name is Molly, and today I have three questions. They're about politics, plastic, and polar bears, and they come from Aveline, Otis, and Lily. Here in England, where I am now, we have a general election next week, which is where everyone who is older than 18 votes for who they want to run the country. Once the votes are counted up, everyone will get to find out who will be the next Prime Minister of the UK, the person in charge of running it all. So I thought it would be fun to have a question about politics. Here is a great one from Aveline, who is seven and loves painting. Over to Aveline. Hi, my name's Aveline. I'm seven. I live in England. I love painting. My question is, what would happen if we didn't have any prime ministers? Thanks, Aveline, for your great question. Well, to answer it for you, I have Benjamin Zephaniah. He's a brilliant poet, knows a lot about politics, and writes poems for children, adults, and loves growing vegetables. Over to Benjamin. Hello, Aveline. What a brilliant question. My name is Benjamin Zephaniah. I write poetry for children and adults, and I like growing vegetables. Now, Eveline, imagine your school without a head teacher. Your school would not stop working. Well, it would if your head teacher decided everything for the school and did everything in the school. But your school runs well because there is a good team of teachers and other staff members who work with the head teacher. If the head teacher wasn't there, your teachers would have to talk to each other and decide how to look after the school themselves. They might even have to ask you for your ideas. So, if we had no Prime Minister, we would still have a country and we would still have all the people who work with the Prime Minister and they would have to work together a lot more. It might also mean that people like you and me would have to get more involved in things that happen in our own communities. Actually, there are many people around the world who have ideas about how we could live without prime ministers and presidents. I'm no expert. There are no experts, really. This is just my idea of how we could live. When it comes to these types of questions, your ideas are just as important as mine. So, this is a very difficult question to answer, but I've tried my best for you, Aveline. Good luck with whatever you do, and if you ever become Prime Minister, please don't forget me. I could be your advisor. Thanks so much, Benjamin, for your brilliant answer. Well, I hope that answers your question, Aveline, and gives everyone something interesting to think about. A school without a head teacher? What ideas do you have to make your school better? How about the UK? or whichever country you live in. If you were in charge, or there wasn't a prime minister or person in charge of your country, what ideas would you have to make things better? Perhaps stop the podcast and have a chat about that with your friends, your parents, or whoever you're listening to the podcast with. Or even just have a think about it on your own if you're listening by yourself. Now, most people vote for the politicians they would most like to run the country, 
based upon what they think is the most important thing that politicians should be thinking about. Each politician and the group they belong to is called a party, and they have things they claim they will do if they get the job of running the country. Now, one of the things I think is most important in a politician is that they care about the environment, because it's something I care about a lot. So I vote for somebody who said they were going to put our planet first and tackle some of the big issues we're facing at the moment, like climate change, where the temperature of the earth is going up, and pollution. Is that something that's important to you too? Would you vote for that if you were old enough to vote? What issues do you think it's important for politicians to be thinking about? That's another thing you could stop the podcast and think about or chat about. Because the planet is something I love and care about, I thought next we would have two questions that are about environmental issues. Here's the first one from Lily. Over to Lily. Hi, my name is Lily. I like taking my dog Digby for a walk. My question is, how much plastic is in the sea? Thanks, Lily, for your excellent question. Well, it's terrible, but it's thought that every minute one rubbish truck full of plastic is dumped into the ocean. By 2050, there will be more plastic in the ocean than there are fish by weight. So if you weighed all the plastic in the ocean and all the fish in the ocean, there would be more plastic by 2050. That's a really horrible thought. Oh no! Why does this happen? Well, it's because a huge amount of the plastic we use doesn't get recycled or doesn't go to landfill, which is when the plastic we use gets buried in the earth for someone further down the line to deal with. And it ends up in the sea. It's a huge problem and quite revolting. Between 4.8 and 12.7 million tonnes of plastic at least goes into the ocean each year. It's such a big amount that it's hard to even imagine it. All of this plastic is made up of stuff you'd recognise, like children's toys and bottles, plastic bags, and things that you wouldn't really know have plastic in them but do, like babies' nappies and tiny bits of plastic that are smaller than 4 millimetres known as microplastics. The big bits and the tiny bits are both harmful to the oceans and creatures that live in it. The big pieces of plastic break down over lots of years to become microplastics in the end. It's really hard to get tiny bits of plastic out of the ocean as they mix into the water and turn the water into a sort of plasticky soup so you can't scoop the plastic out. There are five huge patches of plastic soup in oceans around the world. One of them is called the Great Pacific Garbage Patch, and it's between California and Hawaii. And it's the same as the size of the state of Texas in America. At the moment, we don't know how to clear up this mess that we humans have made, but people are exploring possible solutions all the time. Of course, the best thing would be to stop using plastic so the problem doesn't get any worse, and to make sure the plastic in the world doesn't end up in the sea and is recycled. Plastic is such a big problem because sea creatures eat it, choke on it and get tangled in it. And when they eat it, it means they get really hungry because they can't eat other food because their stomachs are full of plastic which they can't digest. Sea turtles in the Great Pacific Garbage Patch have 74% of their diet made up of plastic. And it also destroys coral and spreads disease in the coral, which is home to 25% of marine creatures. When we first started using plastic back in the 1900s, everyone thought it was just brilliant. It's very useful, but now we know that it's hard to get rid of and it's just destroying our oceans 
And also, even if you bury it in the land, it doesn't disappear when it's buried. It just stays there. So we need to cut down on its use and find other things to use instead. And also to reuse it and recycle it over and over again, rather than throw it away after one use. Do you think twice about buying anything new made of plastic? See if you can buy some plastic things you need from charity shops. So it's already exists, it's not something new being made out of plastic. Cut down on using it where you can and try to recycle whatever you do use. These are all really little things we can do until a big solution to the problem is found. And we need politicians to be on the case to make sure that these solutions are being looked for. I hope that answers your question, Lily. If you have a question you would like answered on everything under the sun, all you have to do is ask an adult to find a smartphone, open the voice recording app on the phone, then record you saying your name, your age, a bit about yourself, ask me your question and email it into me at molly at everythingunderthesun.co.uk. Now for our third question, which is about the ice caps and comes from Otis. Over to Otis. Hello, I am Otis. I'm eight years old and I live in Brighton. Where will the polar bears live if the ice caps melt? This is a great question, Otis. Thanks for sending it in. But your question, I'm afraid, has a terrible answer. Oh no! Polar bears live in the Arctic regions of the world and call ice caps home. If the ice caps melt, the polar bears will have nowhere to live as their home will melt under their feet and they will starve because they need the ice caps to find food. We'll be left with no polar bears in the world except in zoos and wildlife sanctuaries. I don't think that was the answer you were looking for, Otis, because it's a terrible thing to happen to polar bears because of us humans heating up the planet. Polar bears eat seals, walrus and beluga whale and they sit beside a hole in the ice and wait for a seal to come and take a breath in that hole. As soon as a seal pops up, they jump on them and eat them up. Polar bears need to eat lots of seals, six times more calories a day than humans. They eat an adult seal or 19 pups every 10 days to get fat enough to keep them going through the winter. If the ice caps melt, then the polar bears will not be able to catch food and will starve. The way things are going, it looks like there will only be a third of the polar bears in the world left by 2050 if the ice caps keep melting at the same speed as they are now. Polar bears could be extinct in 80 years' time. We must stop climate change and the world from warming up so that the sea ice doesn't melt and we can live in a world where polar bears still exist. The polar bears are sending us humans a message about what we're doing to our planet and we need to listen. I hope that answers your question, Otis. Sorry it's such a sad answer, but let's hope the politicians and big businesses of our world start to wake up and take huge steps to taking care of our planet and fixing these problems. This planet Earth, which we all share and live on, is the only one we have, and it's an incredible place to live. So let's take care of it all together and help it flourish. Just to end on a happy note, did you know that all polar bear cubs are born at the end of December or in early January? making all the polar bears in the world the star sign Capricorn. Right, that's it for this week. Wishing you all a very lovely week. A huge thank you to the wonderful Benjamin Zephaniah for talking to us all about what we would do without a Prime Minister. And of course, a big thank you to Aveline, Lily and Otis for this week's questions. A big thank you to Ash Gardner at House of Strange for the theme song and Audio Networks for all the lovely incidental music we use this week. I'll be back next week answering more questions from children around the world in another episode of Everything Under the Sun. 
If you like the show, please do rate, review and subscribe and tell all your friends to do the same. It really does help. I hope you have a lovely week. By this time next week, we'll know who the new prime minister is. I hope that he or she will put the environment top of their list of concerns. I also hope that one day one of you will become prime minister and have brilliant ideas to make the world a better place for us all. Thank you and goodbye. (laughs) 